It is no secret that the travel industry has undergone some major changes in the past few years. And even though it is back and booming, so much of why and how we travel has changed. Welcome to Travel Redefined. I'm Sarah Dandeshi and I'm your host, and I'm excited to talk to thought leaders in the hospitality and travel space for insight on the future of travel. Hey listeners, really quick before we jump into this episode, we are doing a quick survey for the show and for our listeners so that we can learn what you love about the podcast and how we can continue to bring you the content that you love more often. So in the show notes below, we have a link for you that will redirect you directly to the survey. Once you fill it out and hit submit, you're good to go and you can continue to listen to the show. So thanks so much. And now back to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Travel Redefined. This episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm excited to dive in and find out all as far as what's happening on property at this very, very unique location. And then for those of us that are dreaming of a of a tropical getaway, I think you'll also be inspired as well too. So it definitely goes hand in hand. Today, we've got the general manager, Arif Sayeg, who is general manager of the Kapinski Hotel Cancun. Very interesting background with this property, which we'll dive into a little bit more, but also excited to hear as far as what they're doing, how they've kind of rebranded and are kind of debuting themselves in this North American market. So without further ado, Arif, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you and exciting to basically give news and what's going on here in Cancun in this iconic uh, hotel. I love it. Okay, so for those that are tuning in, uh, Arif is the general manager of the Kapinski Hotel Cancun. He's in a really exciting position because for those that might not know, in this past September, so September of 2022, Kapinski Hotels took over the former Ritz-Carlton Cancun Hotel. What's cool about this is that the this is the first Kapinski property on the North American continent, also the first in Mexico, and really the third in the Caribbean. And if you are familiar with the Kapinski brand, I happen to be very excited to say that I am. It brings this really unique European charm and this absolutely elevated hospitality to Cancun, which is a classic destination. So with that being said, Aris, to kick things off, I would love to hear a little bit about your background and how you got into hospitality to just sort of lay the groundwork. Well, I love the excitement you have about Kapinski. You should be interviewed. But uh, <laughs> my role here is as a general manager. It's very exciting because it's a great. I'm so happy to work with great professional and passionate team here. They're they're phenomenal and very 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 warm and genuine. They bring this. Uh, Mexican warm hospitality warmth. It's it's fantastic. Concerning me, I mean, I I went to chef school in Switzerland. I'm from Switzerland, and I did the chef school, and then after did the business management in hotels in a hotel. Which school? Well, the the Ecole Hotelière de Lausanne. Uh, I was just about to say, was it Lausanne? So perfect. I know yes, we have a lot of people listening, so I know that we get really excited. That's also where my cousin went as well, too. So. Always exciting. Connect the dots. So amazing. So that's when you you got your start and really dove into it. Definitely, definitely. And then uh, then after I I kind of wanted to complete my education and uh, went to Philadelphia to do a master in hospitality, which opened a different route. And uh, I stayed in the in in the states and worked as a chef at the Ritz Carlton Philadelphia. Funny how the story goes, right? 
and uh, moved through the operation and uh, the department, front office, laundry, food and beverage, and became at the end of my 13 plus years with the Ritz uh, GM at the Ritz Carlton Jupiter. After that, I worked with the royal family in Abu Dhabi. Uh, I was their worldwide past manager, uh, which gave me a lot of different aspects of the world and gave me a lot of experience on how the culture throughout the world uh, was. Then Kipinski gave me a call and asked me if I wanted to, to work for them in China. So oh, wow. uh, never explored China and it was a, a great experience to go there, especially when you, know, you don't see yourself in China. I mean, I think that's also the beauty of this industry is that especially if you can you know, stay with certain brands, you'll find yourself in different parts of the world that you might never have expected yourself to be in. And how cool that you got that opportunity. Yeah, totally. And, and you know, I mean, uh, there are 1.5 billion people. And so their small cities are like eight or nine million. So it's, it's the size of Switzerland. It was, it was great. Uh, I started in Guangzhou, uh, where, you know, a lot of people, traders uh, understand that so many things happen there and uh, moved, moved around. I even worked for the Chinese sister, I would say, or... Yeah, the Chinese sister of Kapinski, which is called Newell. And that was basically with, we developed this with our partner, our Chinese partner, and we developed this beautiful other brand. And uh, the last uh, hotel that I opened was the Newell Universal Studios, Newell or Kapinski, and a new Universal Studios in Beijing opened this together. And this was just phenomenal experience because uh, it was during the pandemic. And we oh, really, wow. yeah, we really did a, a phenomenal job. So it was great. We're 11,000 team members, how they call it there. And it was just fantastic. What, what an incredible experience. So I, what I love, and this is why I always like starting off with this question is, is to hear a bit of your background. I mean, you are a hotelier through and through. I mean, you've done every position in a hotel, which certainly gives you a unique outlook and you've also worked in properties from whether, you know, whether it is through a renovation, whether it is through a launching and that those are very specific skills and very specific experiences that, you know, if you are a hotelier, there's nothing quite like it. So I love hearing a bit of that background, which I know then ties into where you are now. So we'd love to shift gears and talk about that. So could you give us a, a quick intro on the Kapinski Hotel Cancun what makes it unique and where we are kind of now with it. As you brought up in the beginning of this interview, Kepinski is not in North America and it's really a springboard. It's known in Europe, it's known across Middle East and Asia, as I said, Southeast Asia and China. So the, the hotels there speak for themselves. I talked to guests here, they, they know the brand if they travel outside of America. And they love the brand because it's luxury, European luxury. It's a beautiful, here it's a beautiful hotel. We are so lucky that the Molina's family, the, the owners, gave us the, the, the trust to, to take over their, their hotel and just bring this, this hotel to, to life and, and bring the, the Kepinski. We did intensive training from the, the get-go. We, we entered the, on September 1st, as you said and took, took over the, the, the hotel with the, the, the colleagues. It's great. The, the hotel has 350 rooms and 48 suites. Uh, all the beautiful thing is 
I think that the Molina's family were visionary because there's all these moons oversee the oversee the, the Caribbean Sea. So any rooms you have, you can look at at those turquoise. I mean, it's beautiful. You should come because it's. I, I just say turquoise. You, <laughs> you see turquoise, but the, this this water is just amazing, amazing as a color. It's you cannot describe it. You cannot describe uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I, need I, you need to come. <laughs> not only the location. But it's also the service, and that's the, that's the big thing, you know. And you were you were touching on this as well too. And then being very familiar with the Kapinski brand again, you know, kind of speaking to to some of those that are tuning in. As you mentioned, very much a brand that's well known in Europe, the Middle East, you know, Asia as well. But for for Americans, I mean, this is it's a top notch brand, and so obviously, high touch hospitality is very much a big component of it. So, and it's not only an experience to, to your property, but really to every property in their portfolio and being a former concierge, it's something I'm obviously very passionate about. So how do you all bring this high touch hospitality to the property? We, we call this crafted experience because uh, we listen to our guests and try to deliver a truly unique, memorable experience, like being a a part of a dance, performing, creating, crafting. We are trying to craft memorable stay with every guest. And it's we don't do this like a cookie cutter. It's everybody has their own needs. It was the, the holidays and we were very busy, but we're still taking one family at a time to make sure that their needs are, are, are responded to, are answered. Uh, we're trying to even go ahead and be ahead of of their needs if we knew them already because we have a lot of people that are coming guests that are coming that are repetitive guests and they really gave us the chance to to show them how uh, the Kepinski is doing so we are you know we we take care of them we serve them on the beach we pass small uh, lollipops when it's cold when it's hot sorry when we we give, we give them like chill towels and and really we we go above and beyond uh, what the guests would probably think they they came for and we we look at at this and and we make sure that we customize and that's what we call this craft we craft the experience for each of our guests. I think that's incredible and what's also interesting is you're you're getting a, a cross section of guests. So you're getting guests that probably have stayed at the property before under a different different name. And so, you know, they love the property, they love the location. And so they're like, okay, well, we'll give this a try. And then you're also, you have all of these guests that are familiar and fans of the Kapinski brand and have stayed at Kapinski's everywhere and they want to now have this experience in Cancun. So I think that must be really interesting to see all these different guests from these different backgrounds coming together to the property, right? True. You nailed it. We had Ritz Carlton fans coming and they're coming and with not kind of an apprehension of how is it going to be? And you look at the reviews on TripAdvisor, I'm like, I was reading them. I'm like, how how amazing it is because they really embraced Kepinski, the culture, our craftsmanship, 
the the way we we serve we the service delivery is is like when, when we come to to a, a place we don't force ourselves we try to take the environment the culture and blend into it so we we are european so we put our european touch but in the same time we preserve the culture that our our team working our colleagues are working now so it, it's kind of a, a nice a nice twist of the way we 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 introduce ourselves into into any market and it, i i just love that too because and it, it's a reminder to again all those tuning in the importance of a brand and i think that that's really unique to you know kapinski and and others as well too but specifically kapinski because it's like if you know it it doesn't matter the destination i mean the destination is important obviously you know but i mean it's you know what you're going to get you know what at whatever property that you're at and i why i'm really excited is because of this you know introduction to the sort of north american you know guest population and i think choosing mexico was a really interesting choice i'll be curious to see and you don't have to say where but i'll be interested i'll be curious to see where they might pop up next in north america because for sure as it's just more and more introduced to uh, north american travelers there's going to be more of a demand for it you you're you're so right and and it's funny because the guests they even this this morning on the beach where i was talking to a, to a, a, a gentleman in the real estate and he was like where are you going to move next? And I said, well, if you have a building, we, we come. And so, hey, we never know. Maybe we, we have our next, uh, an, a next uh, hotel very soon. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's very, 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 it's super, super exciting to, to work, work here. I, and I love it, by the way. You're like, when I was on the beach this morning talking to a guest, oh, oh, lucky you. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I was like oh, this. So I, I, I had my suit on, so. <laughs> really? You had your suit on? Okay. No, I'm kidding. Oh, they're always the benefit of working at such a beautiful location. So I want to, you know, kind of dive into nuts and bolts. Of that. So the industry certainly has seen a lot of challenges in recent years. And then certainly still to this day, you know, it's, it's continuing to evolve. And GMs are certainly having an interesting time recruiting and training new talent right now across the board and it doesn't matter what destination i mean this is a global global challenge so what are you seeing and specifically i guess you know for this location what are you seeing and then what solutions do you think can be implemented to help attract retain and then ultimately as you mentioned before train new employees you know funny enough or sadly enough i was reading i would say like a week or two ago about the the challenge and i and and it's a great question because i read that one out of five jobs were created in hospitality industry and the pandemic 3.5 million people left the workforce and out of those 3.5 33% were from the hospitality so we got decimated i mean really badly so how do you do how do you first attract and how do you retain like you asked well due to the fact that we're a small company we have 82 now hotels we're in number 81 we can bring our corporates for example our kapinski vp of training and quality was here for two months 
helping to understand, to make understand our, our new colleagues what is Kepinski, to infuse them with the DNA of Kepinski. And it's a luxury to have our vice president of quality and training to come and, and, and talk about it. So we, we really like emphasize this to try to, to make sure that people are immersed and understand. So once they talk to the guests, they can talk about Kepinski like they have been here forever. So that's one, one of the things is training is, is very, very, I would say, crucial to retain, to retain people. We have been very successful to, to, to get new member of the team. We're like, oh, what is Kepinski? And when they start researching, like most of our guests, they saw that we have really nice hotel. We are really luxury. So that was actually helping us. We had also a couple colleagues from other Kepinski that are in action, in operation, coming and assisting to the training, which again, you know, when you, we had the gentleman from Vilnius coming and talking to, talking to the front desk and training them. And they're like, wow, you know, I want to be him one day going to another property training new colleagues. So really, the, this was, I think, uh, where it hit me. I said, we are really a, a small company, but with a lot of, of power to, to get the Kepinski DNA. You know, to attract the new generation is they, they want to learn. Young people are hungry for learning and, and they want to learn. And that's how I think you can retain people. And, and so we have a couple, couple of things. We have, for example, eCornell where you can get in and we have a very good deal with them. So it allows them to, to learn, like, let's say, a little bit more financial or marketing, things like that. We have also our own company, our own format platform called Lobster Inc. This is more, I would say, hotel focused, where you have the finance, you have the marketing, but it's more into hotel environment. And this is free to the colleagues. They can log in anytime from anywhere and they have their login and they go and they, they have a test at the end of each courses. And that's another thing where I saw here, for example, a lot of colleagues wanting to know more about Kepinski, getting in, we have a, we have a room with eight computers and they can get in anytime they want and they, they are on the computers and they can learn. And this is, I think, also a way to be able to retain, retain our, our team members. It's amazing because you bring up so many valuable points with that. The, the first is, is when it, and that's why training is so invaluable. It let, helps them see that they're part of something bigger and that's inspiring. You know, it's not just like one and done, like they can see the bigger vision also meeting other members that are, you know, are, are part of the company, it gives them a sort of direct aspiration that, oh, maybe one day I can do something like, like that person, which is so great as well too. And then because you provide all these additional tools, you know, as you mentioned, eCornell, now they feel like they're provided with the tools that they can, they can help put themselves on that path for growth. So they can see that trajectory that they're like, okay, I'm not going to be in this position forever. Like I'll always be able to, 
grow. And, and I think that I love to, I love hearing that that's what you're doing. And, and it's almost a no surprise because it goes hand in hand with the type of service that you, you get at a Kapinski hotel, but it is really important to share that because I know a lot of individuals can take a lot from that. And to your point, I had a young lady, for example, in Guiyang, China, that was front desk, I mean, the front of, of the house manager that I promoted to rooms, uh, rooms manager. And after six months, the Kapinski company sent her in a journey of, I believe it was two months. And she did two weeks in each hotel to learn about the hotel. So she went to Adlon in Berlin. She went to the Fiat site in, in Munich. And she did two other hotels. I'm trying to remember. It was like three, four years ago. But she also gained that experience. And, you know, when you do these kind of things for the, the employee, they become loyal because they are like, wow, you know, they really take care of me and they value me as an individual. And, you know, if you look at this, we are crafting for the guest as an individual. We're crafting also the career plan as an individual for our, for our, our colleagues. It's so important. I love that you actually, you, you kind of tied it back in that it's more than just crafting these experiences for guests, but also taking the time to craft these experiences for employees. And as you said, it makes them loyal. And, and what an incredible opportunity. And, and it tells the employee that, you know, the company believes in them and they want to invest in them, which is also extremely important. So lo love these stories. I have like chills as we're talking about them because it's, it's so fascinating to hear. So, you know, moving on just a little bit, obviously, and talking a little bit more of like maybe from the service side or from like the guest experience, there's been a lot of different trends and changes in the past couple of years. Are there big, like big hotel hospitality trends? Is there anything that the Kapinski Hotel Cancun team is focusing on? I mean, I know you mentioned these sort of curated experiences for guests, which is part of the DNA for Kapinski, but is there, are there other things that you're like looking at exploring or maybe even already doing? First, as, as a global answer, I think that guests are looking for an experience. I think that, yes, going to, to certain places is something. Staying on the beach will always be something for us, some people. But I think that guests are looking for an experience, touching and feeling and seeing and smelling. And this is where, this is where we have actually a couple different things. First, we have, you know, we are part of the Global Hotel Alliance. And we, we have a program, loyalty program called Discovery. And we are 40 brands around 800 hotels. And I will not name them all because I don't know them. But I mean, I don't know them all. And we are actually handcrafting experiences for them in each of our location. So they can actually have unique experience or offers, depending, sometimes it's an experience that is part of, of the discovery, that's the loyalty program name, the discovery. Either they have unique experience, they're part of their level, or we, they can buy an offers and do, and do this as well. So we have, like I said, curated experience in each of our hotels. So obviously Bali has a different, a different thing and a different experience than us. And so they're all locally crafted, if you will, or created. And a lot of guests uh, do use this because that's part of, I'm going to Mexico to embrace the culture. And uh, more and more people 
especially after after COVID, I think people are like, okay, now I need to really feel where I'm going. I really need to sense where I'm going. And I think that that's, that's definitely, definitely something that the guests are looking for. So we have that program. Obviously, our concierge, like you were, have plenty of things to do as well. But concerning what Kepinski is doing, obviously, sustainability, I would not lie to you, is something that we are really focusing on. We are, our corporate office in, in Switzerland is is really enhancing and leading the pack to to ask us to really rethink, rethink, rethink all the time to to try to make sure that our carbon footprint is reduced and we try to to help the environment. Like I said, we come in in a place and we try to to mold and embrace the place or the environment we are in. So we are very, very keen into this. We have the environment social governance of of our company that is basically giving us we give them what we're doing and they're coming back and and trying to make sure that we're well educated or we're doing something right or just make sure that they lead us to to the right the right place and this is when we do for example we do a beach cleanup every last Friday of the month so it's the whole team, we're 20, we're 30. And usually you see one or two guests looking and seeing what, what's going on. So my idea is maybe the next time, we, we did it since I started in September. So maybe the next time we'll invite them because I think that they would also actually take a kick off doing this with with, with, with us. Absolutely. Uh, so we, we'll, we'll see this, it's maybe. But so people are into this and they want to see what we're doing. and. We are doing a lot and we are trying to, to continue educating them. And we are doing, for example, we have turtles, big loggerhead, loggerhead coming, coming on, on the shore. And we, we st- I, I came here on August 15th and I mean, they are gigantic. And oh, wow. They used to be in Florida, in Naples. I saw them, but we were saying five, six here. It's like they're coming by the dozen every day. And so, so we just apply, we just apply to be part of like a sanctuary where we make sure that we, we take care of, of those turtles eggs. This will happen in 2023. We get the okay from the government, which is a kind of a cool thing. So that, for example, we will educate our guests, talk about the turtles during, during the season. So they know what to do and what not to do. And then. Hopefully, they will have the chance to release the little, little guys. How I Amazing. I love that. I was going to say also, I mean, everybody talk about digiti- digitization. That's a very hard word for me. But in, and obviously, every, everybody is looking at this, how we, can, how we can digitize our, not services, but in terms of our amenities, how can you, you know, be able to reach the menu of the room service when you're at the pool and things like that, or, or how you can connect, unfortunately. So all this stuff is, we are working on this. We have a phenomenal team in Geneva doing this as well. And we're, we're getting there. We're getting there as well. But as a small company, the thing is, we are also crafting our program, which is kind of exciting. And we have we have a lot in the pipeline, and I think 2023 will be a very, very good year for great things to 
to to go on 2023. I think so too. Well, it's so it's so exciting to hear what you're working on and how it's always forward thinking as well too. And and that's that's so important because it helps keep the brand relevant, but it also stays in line with what guests are looking for as well. So I, I just love everything that you're doing from the locally, like socially minded, you know, the environmentally minded, but then also to, you know, the practical and, and like how to become more digital and make everything talk to each other easier, you know? So all of that is really, it's, it's about the entire experience. So what, so just two final questions here before we wrap up, because I love this, but I want to hear your thoughts. Um, you might've kind of answered this already, but in a nutshell, I love asking this question because it ties into the the name of this show. So considering everything that we've discussed and how we are in this like new world or continuously evolving world of travel, how do you see travel being redefined? Yeah, so I guess I, guess I answered a little bit earlier. I think it's the, tra- the travel is going to be more experience-based and lasting moments. I think that that's definitely something that people are going, they want to go back you know, with, with something to remember, something unique. Guests are no longer going to accept mediocrity. And I think that that that's, needs to be, people want something different. They are not going to accept a, a dirty room. They're not going to accept okay service. They want, they're going to have everybody now. They know what it is. I mean, the media has helped us, I mean, helped us and helped them to understand what is perfection. And I think that they will want perfection every single time. And, you know, they buy in a loyalty program and things like that that allows them to be upgraded. Well, they wait for the upgrade and they are right. That's because that's why they're a part of the, the membership of credit card or, you know, a, a travel agent. So I think that they, they will want perfection. They will need to spend, they will need to want to spend more leisure time while they are learning things. I think that they, they are going to want to have a, a real sense of place. You're coming to Mexico, you want maybe learn about mezcal or you want to learn about tequila. Not just get drunk with tequila. But learn about tequila. Oh, learn about it. And 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 total immersion in the culture of where we are. And I think that is is going to be something very, very important. And 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 yeah, travelers are definitely acute of the, the, the whole what they're looking for and you need to answer. I think that uh, you, you look at the, the amount of restaurants that are being built across the street of our hotel and they are sharp. They are clean. The food is good. The service is close to impeccable. The ambiance, they all have concept. Guests are no longer full. You, you have to give them the best you have for them to at least being loyal and to talk about, about yourself. Exactly. And it almost doesn't matter about price point either, you know, because it's different expectations on whatever somebody is spending. Obviously, it, it goes within correlation, but sure. but absolutely, I think that, that's a great point, like across the board. So, which ties into my final question for you, and I'm, I'm dying to hear your feedback on this because of your experience and then also certainly the property and the brand that you are, you know, are behind. But what does five-star service mean to you? Well, I mean, 
Kempinski, Europe, oldest luxury hotel company. You know, we are proud of our roots, passionate about, you know, what we are offering our guests. We are trying to, again, I, I'm going to use, I've used that word many, many times, but really created unforgettable experience. And I think that, again, it's what we are about. So that's, that's luxury. There is, there is, there is a couple couple of CEOs that are saying it's not about the surrounding, it's about the people. And I think that that the people make the environment of the hotel, the guest satisfaction, bringing new ideas, being warm, being genuine. I think luxury, that's what luxury is, is, is about. Yeah, I agree. It all comes down to the people and the human connection and which then ties back into what you mentioned before and, and why it's it's so important. It's the, this training and making sure that those that are working and are part of the company, the organization, understand the bigger picture and they feel like they're part of that because they are the ones that are on the front line, so to speak, doing the day-to-day -day engagement and interactions. And I mean, they are service. So this is... Amazing, by the way, this has been such an incredible conversation. And I, I loved everything that you shared, not only from your background, and then you're also your, your perspective, but also everything that's happening at the Kipinski Hotel Cancun, and even looking ahead too. So I appreciate that you were able to share all of that. Thank you. Well, it was a pleasure uh, sharing. And I know that uh, we could have talked, but you're always welcome to come to Kipinski Hotel Cancun. And we can talk about anything, but you will see we have we have a lot again to look for for 2023 and beyond. We're very excited, very excited. Thank you, Adif, so so much for today's conversation. I'll make sure that we have all the details on the property yourself as well in the show notes. So for everyone that was tuning in, you'll have all those details there. But Arif, thank you so much. What a wonderful start to the year! Certainly getting all of us excited on planning future destinations. And if you're a hotelier, you can just say it's research. It's okay. You can do that. So uh, not too bad. Not Good too one. bad. Yes. Right. So well, with that being said, thank you so. For today and stay tuned for more episodes to come. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Travel Redefined. Hopefully you've taken away something from this week's guests and that you too are excited to see how travel is evolving. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode and subscribe so that you won't miss out on the amazing conversations to come. And until next time, keep on traveling. <laughs>